0: Welcome back, everybody. We are now joined by our old Buffalo pal, Jenna Harner. She moved to three and a half hours away. She's now an anchor reporter at WPXI in Pittsburgh. We miss her up here in Buffalo, but these days she's covering the Steelers. Thank you, Jenna, for joining us. We appreciate it.
1: Thank you guys for having me. I'm glad to be back and talking some, you know, Bills Steelers football. I feel like this game gets played every year. And even Mike Tomlin said the other day, it feels like a division game at this point because, they display each other. It, honest to God, feels like every year at
0: this rate. Yeah, I'm so sick of hearing about Sean McDermott and Mike Tomlin being college teammates. <laughs> like we've heard that story like four or five years in a row now. We get it. We get it. But obviously this game has a little bit extra juice now with the Kenny Pickett news. Are you surprised? Did you think they
1: made the right decision? I think now that what we've seen, they've made the right decision, but I did not anticipate that happening at all last week against the Jets. We, from everything we'd been hearing from everything that the direction this was trending, it really seemed like, okay, this was going to be, if they were going to make a move, it was going to be a move they were going to make after the bye week, which for the Steelers is week nine. So this was one of those, you know, we're looking at halftime on the um, Jets game and I'm looking and I'm like, Mitch Trubisky's in a baseball hat right now. What is happening? And you see Kenny Pickett warming up. And then there's that buzz that goes around the press box. And we're like, uh, is this about to happen right now? Or are we really about to experience this? And we did. Um, and then obviously on Tuesday, Tomlin making things official and saying, yeah, um Kenny's our quarterback for right now we're not looking too far in the future but at least this week um against Buffalo Kenny Pickett will make his first start
0: so I think a lot of people here in Buffalo have immediately just kind of like looked at the box score from the Jets game and they're like okay well he had a touchdown but he also had three interceptions obviously it's a very small sample size but in that sample size what did you see from Kenny Pickett because I'm sure you were watching him a heck of a lot closer than anybody here in Buffalo was
1: well, when you look at the interceptions, two are kind of deceiving. One was a Hail Mary at the end, so take that out in my book. And the first pass he threw that was an interception at Chase Claypool, it, it went off Claypool's hands. It's kind of one of those, you know, should it have been the receiver's fault? Should it have been the quarterback's fault? It was a very well-thrown ball. It was kind of one of those Kenny made it up, uh, you know, threw it up and made Claypool make a jump play. And actually, ironically enough, Kenny's former uh, pit teammate, Jordan Whitehead, was the one that picked that off. Um, so, but the one he did, the interception he did throw to Pat Fryermuth. in my opinion, that was kind of a not great decision from the quarterback, but the most intriguing part was just the spark he created. And I know it's kind of one of those, is it tangible? Is it not? And the crowd, you know, week in, week out, had kind of been calling for Kenny Pickett. But when you saw him out there, there was something entirely different among that offense. They looked sharp. They looked quick. They looked like an offense we haven't seen from this team. All year. And it was one of the most fascinating things where you really could see it. And then the crowd got into it. And afterward, we're talking to the players, and they're saying, Yeah, you really felt the crowd behind us. And, you know, we wanted to kind of carry that momentum with us. So, Kenny Pickett is definitely a rookie that commands a huddle in ways that you don't necessarily see a lot of rookies do it. And we're already kind of seeing that, but that's also kind of just who he is. That goes back to his pit days. And you talk to his teammates, his former teammates. They love what he brings to the huddle, but they definitely no doubt have a huge task ahead this week in the bills. And they know that. And there is some familiarity. I'm sure as you guys have talked, we talk about, you know, the McDermott and the Mike Tomlin teammates, but I'm sure there's been so much talk about the fact that, oh, Kenny Pickett played against or played with Dane Jackson and Demar Hamlin. And there's a lot of, you know, pit connections there too.
0: Lots of pit connections in this game. Not something I was anticipating going into it, but here we are. What has been the issue though? Cause you know, I know Trubisky was not playing well, but they've got, a really good running back. They've got some really good wide receivers. Like on paper, it looks like they should be better. What has been the problem with the offense?
1: It- It's just been kind of a lack of consistency. And that was the big questions for you know, leading up to now with Kenny Pickett starting. There were so many questions about why isn't this offense working? What's not going well here? A lot of it honestly just was this is what the players told us too, but they really all weren't on the same page. They're trying to get there, they're trying to do that. But when you're going three and out consistently, there were so many times throughout their first three games where the offense would trot out on the field, go three and out. This is also an offense that hasn't scored a touchdown in the first quarter, not even on the opening drive, in the first quarter since week 10 of last year, week 10 of 2021 against the Detroit Lions with Mason Rudolph as quarterback was the last time this offense scored a touchdown in the first quarter. So it's been slow going. They've kind of, you know, the offensive line coming into this season was a big question mark. They look to kind of be the big, you know, game breaker. What wasn't going to work for this offense heading into this season. And they've actually been pretty decent. You know, that's been kind of one of the big surprises on the offense, but they just haven't been able to get a whole lot going. And that is why Mike Tomlin did say he turned to Kenny Pickett. And I think that this week you're going to see a lot more of this offense, you know, at least, putting drives together. They just haven't been able to make consistent drives. And prior to last week, they were in the bottom five in the whole league of time of possession. And it's just fascinating that, I mean, it makes sense, but when your offense isn't going, your defense is on the field for so much longer, your defense is getting gassed. And as a result, they're just losing games. They've continued to lose games after beating the Bengals week one.
0: I know the Steelers' bread and butter for basically their entire franchise history has been their defense, and I also know that losing T.J. Watt is a massive blow. He was the best player on defense probably in the NFL last year. For the rest of the unit, how have they started this year? How has the defense looked? Because obviously, Bills fans are very interested because they know the Bills' offense is also kind of their bread and butter.
1: Yeah, and that's going to be a huge matchup that I'm really locked in on this week because the Steelers' defense coming into this year, you kind of expected, okay, this is going to be the unit that kind of carries teams or c- carries games here. They're really going to be the ones, you know, they're going to make those big splash plays as Mike Tomlin calls them. Make it Fitzpatrick is going to get picks. T.J. Watt's going to force sacks, you know, or force fumbles with sacks. Same with Alex Heisman, same with Cam Hayward. But without T.J. Watt, this team continues to be winless. They are now 0-7 without T.J. Watt in his entire career. They've been winless when T.J. Watt is not on the field. And that was something that you thought was going to change at some point cam Hayward has been talking about that for the Steelers consistently but they can't stop the run if I'm the bills this weekend just run the ball I know you have Josh Allen even let Josh Allen go run and you know Mike Tomlin, I'm, I'm sure you saw on Twitter, had a very uh, hilarious comment. I loved it. He asked basically, you know, how do you stop Josh Challenges explosive playmaking? He was referencing a play against the Ravens at the fourth down. It looked like kind of Allen was dead in the water. And then he escaped and, you know, does what he does consistently. And Mike Tomlin joked, he goes, build a fence. <laughs> I'm like, yep, nope, that seems about right. And we all laughed in the room. But, I mean, the Steelers' defense, there's definitely still a lot of question marks. I mean, Alex Highsmith is taking... A huge step forward. He set a goal for himself to start the season. He wanted to have ten or double-digit sacks. He's already at five and a half, and he's been looking really, really good. But they just haven't been able to generate pressure the way they normally can without T.J. Watt. And of course, that makes sense. T.J. Watt's continuously getting doubled, so you have other guys being able to make plays. But they can't stop the run, and that's been such an issue that you saw it against the Browns. You saw it against the Patriots. The Patriots are having a late game drive and they seal it with a touchdown at the end the same thing happened last week with the jets they can't get off the field in what mike tomlin calls those weighty downs you know obviously third down fourth down situations but it's been a lot of third and longs too that teams have capitalized on so moments you think all right you know the Steelers defense just needs to keep them ahead of the sticks and you know mac jones hits nelson aguilar for a 30-yard pass on third and 15
0: so and that's where the bills have been thriving because they have Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs and so on and so on. We were talking before, I remember this specifically, we were talking before the season opener last year. So the bills are coming off that crazy season where they go to the AFC championship. The Steelers were kind of what the Steelers have been for a long time. They were a contender, but maybe not to the same level. And the bills were big favorites in that game. And we were talking about if the bills were going to win and we were both kind of like, well, the Steelers should have a chance, but we both think the bills are going to win. And then they lost, and everybody in Buffalo panicked. So as we go into this game, what's your sense? Like, what do the Steelers have to do this time to get a win, understanding, you know, Vegas thinks it's a two-touchdown game?
1: Yeah, and this is actually, like, historic odds. The Steelers have never been a point underdog since, I believe, the AFL-NFL merger which is just crazy to think about just because, again, how historic this defense is and, you know, year after year, how they're able to keep games so close and, you know, have those few blowouts just because we know how much parity there is in the league. I don't think this will be, I, I think the bills win this game. I very realistically think just on paper, the bills are a better team, especially right now, you know, there's question marks in terms of injuries for Steelers on the defense. I think that they're going to be okay with what we've kind of been hearing throughout the week, but obviously going to have to keep an eye on that injury report. I just think that, The Bills offense is going to be too much right now for what the Steelers defense has been dealing with lately. I mean, just the caliber of quarterbacks, the Steelers have been going against, they were able to look really good week one against Joe Burrow and the Bengals, but also you take a little bit of consideration. Okay. It's week one. Joe Burrow didn't get a ton of playing time during the preseason. So I kind of, you know, throw that out the window, but you know, Zach Wilson looked pretty decent in his first start back. You had Mac Jones looking really good um, against, again, teams that usually look really good or a defense that looks really good um, against rookie quarterbacks. And then obviously this team has seen Josh Allen. They know what he can do. And we've seen him progressively get better and better year after year. So I think he continues to take those steps and be that elite quarterback that the Steelers are going to have kind of trouble facing defensively but I also think that on the offensive side this might be one of those weird shootout type weeks where Kenny Pickett just lights it up because the game plan is hey take shots downfield that's one thing too that you see more and obviously with the Bills you guys know Mitch Trubisky pretty well from his time in Buffalo but one of the biggest differences that I've really seen is the fact that even when Kenny Pickett was out there he wasn't afraid to take those deep shots his first pass is you know a deep shot to chase Claypool. And yes, it was an interception as we talked about before, but you're seeing him just say, hey, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to take a massive hit and I will release the ball. There was one fantastic play he had to Pat Friermuth on third down where Quincy, um, I always do Quincy Williams or Quinnen Williams. Mm -hmm. One of them's just coming in and just absolutely just like clocks him, takes him down and he just like released a dart. It was like a 22 yard pass up the middle of the Pat Fryer move. Pickett gets up and is just like grinning and kind of, you know, had some uh, choice words for uh, Williams on the other side of the ball there. But I think you'll definitely see that just you know, him going out there not being afraid to, you know, let it fly and take some chances and will it result in some good things? Will it result in a Jordan Foyer interception? Because what we saw last week, it might. So Um, I think the Bills will win this game. I think it'll be closer than a lot of people anticipate, though, just because kind of that change in offense. And you, again, I mentioned this, but you really saw what this offense, how they looked, how they wanted to play. And then we were talking to guys in the locker room, Deontay Johnson saying, you know, He has trust in you and that makes you want to go out there and make plays for him and not a slight to Mitch Trubisky, but just more of a, ah, that's intriguing that you said that in that way type thing.
0: I am so mad that Mike Tomlin robbed us of an MVP Mitch Trubisky revenge game, but I guess it's going to be kind of cool to see Kenny Pickett's first start. Jenna, as you come back to Buffalo this weekend, what is the one thing you miss about Buffalo more than maybe anything
1: else? Oh my gosh. Well, the easy answer, of course, is the wings. Cause just, I mean, you go other places and there's nothing like, them. I mean, there's good wings in Pittsburgh, nothing near quality, nothing near the caliber of Buffalo, but I'll be cheesy and sentimental and say the people because great people like yourself, all the, uh, former media colleagues in Buffalo and just everybody up there. I mean, you guys are the best of the best, some of my favorite people. And I tell everybody all that all the time. Everyone's like, oh, my God, are you so excited to go back to Buffalo? I'm like, yes, I get to see my people. So um, you guys are... All the best, all the uh, the Bills media contingent, the Sabres media contingent uh, definitely always has a place in my heart, and it's always great to be back.
0: That's so nice of you to say, and it was so sentimental. I immediately thought you were going to just say, like, oh, the food, because that's what everybody <laughs> says, but you kind of got True. both in there. So I hope you have a fun weekend back in Buffalo. We're excited to see you on Sunday in the press box. Hopefully the Bills have a nice spread out for you, because the food Ooh. in the press box has been outstanding so far this year so it's exciting it's going to be great to see you and thank you for joining us we really appreciate it
1: of course i'm so glad to join you and i'm excited for this press box food because let me tell you cincinnati i will uh say things all day about it i don't want skyline chili on pasta at half yeah. i just don't no i don't i'm with,
0: I'm with you on that no <laughs> thank you you know what we'll, we'll have a better meal for you in buffalo thank you jenna
1: thanks matt good to see ya.